Hi, how you doing? This is the Gospel of Kennison, episode 192, brought to you the week of October 7, 2023. I'm your host, my name is James Kennison, and this is my personal audio journal. Today is kind of an emergency update. Not that there is an emergency, it's just that I didn't do one Wednesday, and I feel like a loser, and life is kind of falling apart a little bit for me, and I just didn't want to do this, so I need to sit down and freaking do it. So, let me just get it all out. Uh... I changed my sleep medication. My, my doctor did, I should say. I don't mess with my own medication. And we went from one kind to another one. The new one is just called Seroquel. And I had been on it before, but I didn't remember what it did for me. And it does put me to sleep, but it makes me sleepy all the time. I've taken it twice. I've been off of it for two days, and I'm still tired all the time. And today... I have just been in bed. It is now 3.56, almost 4 o'clock, and I've still been in bed, and I'm still tired, and this is ridiculous. And where I'm at, I don't know if it's medication or if it's like last time when I was feeling dumb about everything. I, I don't know. Now I'm tired all the freaking time, and... I don't know if it's the medicine after two days, just working its way out of my system, or if it's a new way to attack me uh, from my depression, because here's the deal. I reset up my podcasting equipment, and I got it out of my desk and got it into uh, Iraq, Iraq, where Saddam Hussein is from. Now, I got it into Iraq, R-I-C-K. <sighs> And it was a really good idea, and it was really awesome, but it turned out that I didn't have all the cables I needed to get from one place to the other. For instance, mouse and keyboard, uh, my, my stream deck that plays all the sound effects and stuff, and then like the monitor cable. So I had to order those, and those didn't make it until Friday, so I wasn't able to do GOK. I wasn't able to do um, that story show, and I wasn't able to do Not Quite Christlike. And the way I feel right now it kind of rewrites history and it says you didn't do all that because you're a loser, but I did keep walking and I did keep drinking my water and I did keep stretching and doing the things that I was supposed to do. I didn't eat all that great every single day, but I did, you know, keep up with stuff. So it's not that, but it feels like that. And, and that's, that's the part that I can't seem to fight. And this new sleepy thing being sleepy it, it, it's, it's worse than being sad because I've been keying up and working my way toward fighting sadness, you know, so that I can keep doing what I'm doing. But sleepiness is a killer. I mean, can't we all relate to that? And when you're tired, you don't feel like doing anything but sleeping. And it's been stupid, ugly, tired, just ridiculously tired to the point that I can't do anything. I don't even eat. I just go and lay down. So, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. If it's the Seroquel still working its way to my system or if I'm just, uh, my wife said this, she said, usually when you sleep, it's to avoid stuff. And that's true. You know, cause when you're asleep, you're not sad or anything. But I am not having great sleep at all. And maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe that's why I'm sleepy. Maybe it's not an attack. Maybe it's not a new 
way of getting at me. Maybe it's just the fact that I'm not sleeping well and I need to call my doctor again. But every time I call my doctor, I feel like it's terrible because it costs money. It costs like $100 a session or something stupid like that. And I don't want it to, I don't, I want to make sure that it's for a reason. So I wait, you know, I wait until it's absolutely necessary until I have proof that I need help like that. So I don't have any great family updates today and I don't really care to talk about what I'm watching and what I'm reading and, and stuff like that. I just, you know, it's a journal and I don't, I don't even really care right now about how entertaining it is. Sometimes I do care about that. I want it to be interesting for you, you know, and that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it's an audio journal that just people happen to listen to. And so I'm just kind of making myself sit down, record something quick just to get the feelings out there about what's going on, the fears that I'm feeling. Because after this is over, I'm going to go put on socks and some new shoes I bought and I'm going to walk on the treadmill. I guess I can talk about something positive. Jess, who's my, uh, I'm calling her my nutrition coach said the reason my feet are hurting when I'm walking on the treadmill is not that I'm old or anything. She says, you're doing it barefoot, moron. She says, uh, you need some shoes. And she said, get Asics. And so I got on YouTube, also known as Amazon, and I bought some Asics. And I walked in them yesterday, and my feet didn't hurt at all. And that's awesome because prior to that, my tendons and stuff and ligaments had been feeling stressed and all that kind of stuff. Now it was different walking. I felt like I was walking on the outside of my feet more, but I am flat footed. So that makes sense. That would be support there. So the muscles were being affected a little differently, but walking did not hurt. And that was good. And I told you, I told you guys that going from 25 minutes to 30 minutes was a big step. And I haven't moved past 30 minutes I've been maintaining it for like the last three weeks. And that is because of the pain that I started experiencing. And I think that's just due to the longevity of walking further and more. And it was probably working its way up. I just couldn't feel it because I wasn't on there enough. But I'm hoping now that that'll go away. I mean, it did after the first one. Um, She said it would take a couple walks for my feet to adjust to the new shoes and all that. And and I see that, but the, the effects on my ligaments was instant. Like it felt like I hadn't even walked and, uh, except for, you know, sweating and stuff. So that is a positive thing I did this week. My psychiatrist and my counselor tell me to fight the thoughts, but they're not thoughts, they're feelings. I feel tired. How do you fight that mentally? How do you, you know, and, and, I, and I guess this is good that it happened because it helps me to explain to you how it feels all the time. When I say feelings, you know, I've talked about that the last couple of weeks is I use the word feelings and it's probably not the right word for, for what's going on in my mind. When I say I feel sad or I feel this, that, and the other, people will say, well, feelings aren't the truth. Yeah, but when you feel tired, that is your reality. When you feel tired, it changes work. It changes home life. 
it changes everything until you get in that bed and then you can't sleep. And when I say I feel sad, it's the same thing. When I say I feel no energy, it's that same thing. It is all consuming. It is absolutely my worst. Maybe not your worst, but it's my worst. And I'm just afraid of slipping back. I'm so scared. You guys have seen me here with the stupid thing, feeling dumb. Um, I don't feel dumb anymore. I don't know what that was, but my psych, my psych, no, my counselor says that it was a downswing. She said that that's what that was and that I lived through it and that that's, she says my mood is cyclical where it goes up and it goes down and it comes back up. And she said, that's what that was. And that I beat it, that I lived through it, that I existed through it and kept producing content through it. And I don't know whether believe it or not, she's a smart lady. She's awesome. But that's what she says. And it does seem like that could be the case. And maybe this is another one. I don't know. And I hope not, because if it if it is, it means I'm rapid cycling. And that means I'm bipolar. And I've never, I don't know, I haven't, I, I was re-diagnosed a while back. And it seems to fit pretty well. So... I don't know. Right now, I've got no reason to think it's it's me. It's just the medicine working its way out of my system. You know, Seroquel is just no good for me. It works too well. I look forward to having an update on Wednesday, which is in just a few days, um, where I'm saying that everything's fine. That's, that's what I hope to say anyway. So I'm writing every day. I'm writing jokes. That is something I'm doing. I'm scared to death to get on an open mic. But I have submitted my three-minute set to Andrea Caspardi. And she has been on my show. And I went and saw her live uh, last Sunday. And she's really awesome and has agreed to look at my stuff and kind of mentor me a little bit. She's very busy. She's a full-time teacher. And she does comedy and touring on the weekends. So she, I, you know, I'm giving her plenty of time to do it, but she's going to look at it and let me know. And I don't know. I don't know. I definitely don't feel like doing it right now, but my wife is worried for me. She says that she knows I'm hard on myself. And I was back when I was a pastor too, you know, every sermon, you just felt like such a loser and you would get, I would get so down and, even when people would compliment it or whatever, and she would say that I did good and I would try, you know, try to believe her so that I could exist. But she's worried about me doing stand up because if I fail or if I don't get laughs or if I feel crappy about it, it could take me down, you know, like losing my job did. And she's not wrong. So she wants to be supportive, but she also wants to be cautious, you know. Eventually, I've got to get up and try it. Next Sunday, I have my final improv class, which has proven to be an experience, but nothing that I would say helped me to get over the fear of being in front of people. And I would have to spend hundreds more dollars before I would be in a class that would perform in front of an audience. And so I'm not going to pursue that any further. I'm just going to have to buckle down and go to an open mic and, and just flop or fly. I don't know. 
So I have been writing every day, like I said, writing jokes. I've been putting stuff up on Facebook and YouTube, trying to do these podcasts and trying to, you know, live my life the best way I can health wise and all that kind of stuff. I've, I've not been perfect. I failed today. You know, like I woke up so dang hungry and I just kept eating and it was not good. You know, I ate two bowls of cereal. I had a bagel with cream cheese. I ate a banana. It was, I guess that was it. But you know, I, I'm not up to par on my water today. It just, it makes everything difficult when you're not feeling your best. And I know that this compounds it when I'm not keeping up my behaviors and stuff like that. But I don't know. Today is also a stress day because I'm going to the Melvin with my wife um, for a family fun night event that they've been doing for the last year or so. And I've never gone because first of all, the Melvin stresses me out really bad. The concept of doing ministry at that building stresses me out really bad. And if you followed me, then you know why I, I just can't go into it all right now. And then it's children. There's a lot of children and I'm sure it's orderly. I'm sure it's done right. I'm sure it's there. But when I'm around a bunch of kids that I'm not in charge of, it stresses me out. I bet teachers would say the same thing. Any teachers in the audience that, uh, when, when they're at an event where they're not in control of their kids, they, uh, they feel stressed out, especially those that are strict, you know, and, and can, can maintain order. But today I'm going, uh, because I went to a dinner last time that I didn't want to go to, but I went because my wife asked me to go and she said, and she, she said, yes, she said, yes, I would like you to go. And she knows me and she knows that she doesn't want to waste me, my energies on just little things. But th this was a big deal to her. And she said, you know what? Yes, I, I would like you to go. And I did go. And I met a lady and I can't remember her name right now because I'm terrible at names, but she had a really cool hat on and I struck up a conversation with her about her hat and told her how cool it was. And she says, I love hats. And I'm like, well, that's funny because I used to design hats and I have a bunch of hats at my house and I will give them to you. And she's like, yeah, I go to the thrift store and I get these hats. And I said, yeah, I bet they're from places like the place I used to work where people, well, I, I shouldn't have probably said this, but I said it. I said, you know, they're rejects from, from orders and things like that. And they're, they're one-offs. Um, maybe they're test, test, uh, uh, stitch hats and this, that, and the other, and, and they're just donating them and, and making pure profit off of them. And, and anyway, so I have a Jurassic Park hat. I have a, uh, a camouflage hat. Some of them still have stickers on the brim, and that's really cool when they have that. So I feel like I should go and give her that. And um, my wife says that she wants me to get involved in this this outreach ministry, and I've just been nervous to do it, but I probably will. So I am a man that always is always clean and I need to go and take a shower, but I need to go work out first. And so I'm going to do that. And that's where I leave you today. My emergency session is now over. I hope you're doing well. I had some emails that I wanted to read today, but time won't allow it. 
We'll see you guys next week. God bless. Uh, email me, james at nlcast.com. Bye.